What's up, everybody? Pat Flynn here, and welcome to episode 305 of Ask Pat. Thank you so much for joining me today. We have another great question from Daniel, but before we get to that, I do want to thank today's sponsor, which is aweber.com, the email service provider I've been using ever since day one to help me build my email list, send broadcast emails, and also utilize my autoresponder sequence, which means I write these emails ahead of time. They get sent out sequentially over time as people subscribe, and I can keep in contact with them. I can send them offers automatically. I can send them links to blog posts automatically. It's a great way to drive traffic to your site, not only to your new posts and broadcasts, but also your older posts that are stuck in your archive as well. And if you want to get set up with an email service provider right now, I recommend AWeber. You can try it out for 30 days for $1 by going to aweber.com slash askpat. Again, that's aweber, A-W-E-B-E-R.com slash askpat. Awesome. Here's today's question from Daniel. Hi, Pat Flynn. My name is Daniel, Daniel Palin. I have one question for you, and uh, this is regarding people who have uh, who are just starting out. How do they build traffic early on? To uh, how do they get visitors to their website? Um, you know, before they have a large following, if they don't have the budget to you know purchase the required traffic and advertising. Daniel, what's up? Thank you so much for the question. And I must say, I really enjoyed your accent there. I don't know where you're from, but wherever it is, you are awesome. Now, let's get to the meat of this question really quick. Traffic. How do you get traffic early on? This is a great question because a lot of us feel like that when we're starting a blog or a podcast or a video channel, we're kind of just doing it for nobody. Maybe just our mom or our roommate, and that's it. Who knows what we're up to? And we have this amazing content that we want to share with the rest of the world but nobody else knows about us. So how do we get traffic out there? And there's a number of ways I'm gonna share with you starting right now, but I I do wanna start off actually by just saying, you know, you don't need to purchase traffic. And sometimes that's a little bit scary to think of just purchasing traffic. There's a lot of services out there, like on Fiverr and other sites that say, well, I can get you 10,000 visitors for $100. Like never, ever do that, especially if it sounds like that kind of offer, which is what what, what you'll see in, It sounds tempting to get that many visitors, but you don't know who those visitors are. And even if they say it's targeted, it's it's not. And what you wanna do is build traffic organically over time. Now there is legit paid traffic, like through Facebook advertising, Twitter advertising, YouTube advertising, Google AdWords, and things like that, but I will say that within the first four years of my business, which uh, you know is very successful, I didn't spend a dime on advertising. I didn't spend a dime on building traffic, but I spent a lot of time with building relationships with people and doing a lot of the things that we're about to talk about. So the first thing I wanna say is an old school strategy that has worked and has continued to work over time, and that is guest posts. So putting some of that content that you have that you know is amazing, not just in front of your, you know, the small audience you have on your site, if any, but in front of a larger audience on a site that matches your target audience. And to do that, you're gonna wanna build relationships with other bloggers too. And there's a lot of different ways to go about doing that, providing value to them, connecting with them on social media beforehand, sending them emails, doing what you can to help them out in any which way. And a lot of times when you do that, they're gonna give you opportunities to be featured on their sites. You might wanna go and find sites out there that already have guest posts. Therefore, you actually know that they accept guest posts. And then you actually wanna send a draft of a guest post that you feel would be amazing to them 
Look in their archives. See what's missing. Give them something amazing that they're going to not want to post up there. Or excuse me, that they're not they're going to not want to not post up there if that makes sense. So meaning Sorry, I just kind of confused myself right there. But what I mean is it, they would be you, you want to write something that is so amazing that they'd be silly not to have you become a guest poster on there. So you can go and do that and make sure you send traffic back to your site either directly on your homepage or even better to a landing page so you can, like with AWeber, collect those email addresses and start to build your list. And having your list early on is going to be very important for building traffic as well because the people who are on your list, those are people who have said, yes, I like your stuff. Let me know when more stuff comes out. You send those emails out and those people will come to your page to read whatever it is you have to offer. And a lot of times those people will share that thing. Again, they are somebody who is uh, sort of giving you permission to give them something, but also says, yes, I like your stuff and I'm willing to share it too. And so they're going to share more people come back to your page or on your list. And so a lot of, I mean, even that right there is a great start. You know, there's going to be a lot more I'm going to share with you here, but I don't want you to be overwhelmed by all of this and make sure that you pick one or two things and just go with that. When you try to divide all of your focus into all of these different parts, nothing is gonna be focused. So you just wanna focus on some of these that seem to resonate with you and that's it. So guest posting is great. And obviously in order to do that, you're gonna wanna build relationships and that in itself will help you get more traffic as people begin to retweet and link to your stuff or they might just uh, you know, just link to you and, and, and give you praise in general, in which case they would send you traffic organically. And a lot of the traffic that comes on my site is a result of people just mentioning a lot of the posts that I've written as well. Um, and then also, you know, guest podcasting is another thing that can go along with that too. That's something that's kind of more common now as podcasting has become more popular. And then also I want to mention episode 145 of the Smart Passive Income Podcast with Kamansi Constable, who told an amazing story, but also gave us a lot of actionable advice to not write articles that get posted on other people's blogs, but to write articles for large media sites like entrepreneur.com or Huffington Post or places like that. And there are a lot of large media sites related to the niches that you're all in. Daniel, you whatever niche you're in, find the large media sites that are related to that. And then you can go through the content in episode 145. You can find that at smartpassiveincome.com slash session 145. And that'll take you to that, uh, to that podcast and also the transcript, so you can read that as well. But that's some great actionable advice to sort of cut to the front line and get your articles featured on those sites. And a lot of those sites will allow you to link back to your own site as well. So it's not only gonna just help you for getting targeted traffic, but potentially lots of it, and also some SEO value or search engine optimization value, since those are large media sites and it counts as a very high vote from, uh, or at least in Google's eyes it does. Now, another thing you could do along the same lines as building relationships is to create a roundup post. And this is something I did to get massive traffic on day one of the launch of my niche site at foodtrucker.com. So I emailed over 400 different food truck owners asking them a single question. I asked them in this email, and it was very personable. Each one was, was unique to a point. I mean, there was a lot of the same content and it's cut and paste except for the first part, which is like, hey, you know, I'm a food truck owner from San Diego. I love, you know, some of the trucks I've been to before. Some of the trucks are were in areas that I've been to before. And I've said, you know, I'd love to find their truck one day. But just so it just doesn't seem spammy. And then I asked them a question. I said, hey, what is one thing you wish you knew before you started your food truck? I'd love to hear your answer. I'll feature it on a blog post and give you some free exposure for your truck and try to help you get more people coming to your truck as customers. 
And about 10 people responded after those 400 emails, which was not very much, but those were really good information. That was really great information. And those were 10 people whose answers I could feature in this post. And sometimes those people will be more than happy to share it because they've been featured on the site related to something that they've said. But I will say that I followed up with the other 390 email emails that I sent out who did not respond. And I got 40 responses from the follow-up. So the follow-up is really important. As Dane Maxwell once said in a recent podcast episode, the fortune is in the follow-up. Again, the fortune is in the follow-up. And then I included those 50 total answers to that single question in a roundup post and highlighted each of their uh, food trucks. And that article has been seen tens of thousands of times and on day one, over a thousand times. So I got a lot of traffic on day one, a lot of email subscribers on day one, and that was a great uh, way to go about it. Um, another thing you can do is to get involved with other platforms where your niche might be, uh, you know, might benefit from what you have to offer through different kinds of media, like podcasting or YouTube. So picking just one of those and using that as a secondary platform besides your blog or website to reach out and get more people to understand who you are, what you have to offer in a different way, hearing your voice, and to come over back to your website. It's a great way to build SEO as well. Podcasting and YouTube are fantastic. They're one of the top, I mean, each of them are the top two ways people have found out about my blog, actually. And I will say, however, as much as you might be inclined to want to do both of those, make sure you just do one at a time. I mean, starting your website is great. Make sure you keep coming out with great content. But if you're going to venture out into podcasting or YouTube right from the start as well, pick one of those only. I mean, I, w I would even caution you to, to pick any of those if you hadn't yet started a blog and created a good foundation of articles on there. You know, I would say maybe 10 to 15 posts at least before you try one of these things. And the reason I say this is because as much as people see what I do and they, they you know, I'm, I'm trying to be a good example for people of what can happen if a single person just does all this stuff. You know, I have a blog, I have a video channel on YouTube and I have a podcast and they're all working together for me and all doing fantastic. But I didn't do all of them at the same time and neither should you. I started with the blog in 2008 the YouTube, to, uh, the YouTube channel in 2009 and the podcast in 2010. So don't move on to the next one until you've sort of gotten it down on the first ones. So that's all I want to say. But there is a lot of opportunity out there with the podcast and your YouTube channel, for example. And now another way to get traffic is to just write and publish. The more you write and the more you publish, the more content that you create, the more opportunities you are going to have for people to share your stuff, for Google to find your stuff, for your long tail keywords to be found, and just write and publish. You're going to get better at it. You're going to find hot topics that uh, some that you wouldn't even think would be hot topics that you can then ex expand on, create a series about. And so just write and publish. And then finally, make sure that what you publish and what you write or any sort of content you create, make sure it's amazing stuff that gets talked about. Like you want to create something that people will want to share and that that is what that is what your aim is because you don't want to create stuff that is already out there you want to create stuff and putting your own voice into it putting your own spin or experience is going to help it's going to help you stand out and be unique but also you just want to create amazing stuff that people are going to want to share and they're going to want to share because they're going to be the ones to want to, sh to share something amazing I mean, that's why, that's one of the reasons why people share in the first place. A lot of people don't share because what they're sharing is helpful. A lot of, a lot of times people share because they want to be the one that's sharing something 
that is very helpful. They want to be the connector for everybody. So create that piece that people will want to share with other people. Again, this is that whole unique content, that amazing epic content that we keep hearing about. Yeah, that's what you got to do, and that's going to help you get more traffic as well. So as you can see, there's a lot of strategies here, and not any of them that I mentioned require you to spend a lot of money, but they do require you to spend some time and also pay attention to what other people are doing, who other people are in your space, and then also what you should be talking about. So Daniel, thank you so much for the question. I really appreciate it. My assistant will contact you shortly to collect your information to send you an Ask Pat t-shirt for having your question featured here on the show. For those of you listening, if you have a question you like potentially featuring here on the show, just head on over to askpat.com. You can ask right there on that page. I also want to thank, again, aweber.com for being an amazing company who helps a lot of people start their email lists, which you should absolutely have one. It's one of the biggest mistakes I made was, you know, I remember earlier in this episode I said I started in day one, but I meant I started in day one when I finally got my head on straight and I started with Aweber. I didn't start with Aweber for smartpassiveincome.com, my main website, until over a year and a half, and I missed out on so many opportunities since the beginning of the uh, birth of the website. So don't make a mistake, and make sure you're collecting emails, and if you're going to do it, use Aweber. It's an amazing service. They make it easy, great customer service. Go to aweber.com slash askpat, and you'll get it for 30 days for $1. 30-day trial for one single dollar. Check it out, aweber.com slash askpat. Thanks so much. I appreciate you. And uh, just uh, for those of you who are or have been voting for Smart Passive Income for top business podcast at podcastawards.com, thank you so much. There's only a couple days left. Final day is tomorrow, March 24th. And uh, we'll hear the results in about a couple weeks at New Media Expo. And if you're going to be at New Media Expo, I'll see you there. You'll see me in the keynote uh, on April 14th, which is going to be fun. And uh, thank you again for your votes at podcastawards.com under the business section. And finally, here's a quote today from Craig Davis. He says, we need to stop interrupting what people are interested in and be what people are interested in. Cheers, take care, and I'll see you in the next episode of Ask Pat.